0: B Radio had the opportunity of speaking with the Education Director of the World Association of Chefs' Societies, John Clancy. John has over 30 years of culinary experience, having served as Lecturer in Culinary Arts and Food Technology at the Dublin Institute of Technology since 1990. We began our chat by asking John to share a few words about himself.
1: My name is John Clancy, I am the Education Director for World Chefs. World Chefs is the global governing body for chef associations across the world. My role within World Chefs uh, as Education Director is to develop educational programs, certification programs, and also to encourage schools, more and more schools, to engage in our in our educational programs across the world. Currently we have 75 schools recognized across the world in over 30 countries. We have also developed a certification program for chefs which is the first of its type in the world where we recognize nine levels of chefs from the commis chef level right up to the master chef level. Um, I suppose their thinking behind the development of this program was that we wanted to be able to offer an opportunity for chefs right across the world, no matter where they work, no matter what country they're in, you know, But they, that they would be, in, they'd be encouraged to be recognized for their professionalism, for their craft, and for their training, and for their education.
0: We asked him if he felt that the- Passion for cooking was still alive, especially with all the professionalism involved.
1: Exactly, what well, we what well, the whole purpose of it as well. Apart from apart from recognizing them as individuals and professionals, but we also want to promote the profession. You know, the cooking. You know, that that chefs cooking is a skill. Cooking is a life skill. You know, and you know it's something that you know. You might learn it from your parents. Not everybody buys into cooking. Not everybody wants to cook. But, you know, from my own personal childhood, as a child, I've always wanted to cook. I always wanted to be a chef. Um, so I was cooking from, I, was, I can remember cooking from the age of six or seven years of age with my mother. You know, and your mother would be a great influence on you because of the dishes that she would have learned from her mother and, you know, you know this tradition was being passed on everywhere, you know.
0: We asked John to share more about the World Association of Chef Societies and its guiding principles.
1: Well, if we look at World Chefs, I mean, World Chefs originated in 1928. It, started, it, it, it was founded in the Sorbonne in Paris, and the, the first honorary president was Auguste Escoffier. So, Auguste Escoffier is considered today to be the godfather of modern cuisine. And you know, it started out as a small little small little organization you know, with about maybe 14 or 15 country members. Today, we have over 100 member countries across the world. So, and within those member countries, there are very, very active chef associations who are constantly, constantly um, raising the bar for culinary development, for, you know, amazing dishes. They're not afraid to challenge the boundaries, you know, of what what would have been seen as classical or traditional cooking. You know, they're taking it above that, you know. And it's, even here, I see here, even in Sri Lanka, it's amazing to see, like, you know, this is my first time in Sri Lanka. And I have to say, I've been extremely impressed with the quality of the food, the quality of the ingredients are amazing. Even the level of service, the hospitality, it's really, it's, it's first class. We asked John how he came across the Dilma brand. To be honest, we would not have heard of Dilma, maybe up to maybe four or five years ago. Um, because we would have, you know, uh, traditional brands. I don't want to name them, but they're, they're local to Ireland. Um, so I came across them actually through world chefs, through competitions. You know, when we had the High Tea Challenge, which I think was an amazing competition, absolutely fantastic. And I thought, what a great idea! What a great innovative idea to actually take tea to the next level. Tea is just—it's not just about drinking tea. It's about taking tea and being more creative, being more innovative with tea. And this is what this is what's happening here. I mean, it's, it's a total transformation of how we view and how we appreciate sea and i think that's you know for me when i look at what can be done what has been done through Dilma and you know it's the drive and the passion you know the one word that's that that comes to mind all the time and i'm looking at it all i'm looking at it up there and i see it's there it's inspiration it's passionate you know i went to visit the factory three days ago and you know when you walk in you get this sense of pride you get this sense of commitment and passion and everybody is happy everybody's really happy you know they're they're proud to work there you know you go to the plantations the work that's being done at the plantations and even like the mjf foundation i think the mjf the mjf foundation is absolutely amazing the work that's going on there and i've just spoken to mr fernando in there we just had a great conversation and like you know it's so it's just such a humble man that that he's giving back, you know, he wants to give back to society and, you know, I think it's just amazing and he wants to do it in a nice quiet way, He he doesn't shout from the rooftops about it, which I think is fantastic. Having been a part of the Dilma School of
0: Tea 2016, we asked John if he felt that Dilma had achieved the idea that
1: tea was more than just a beverage. Absolutely, you know, when I go to a conference, the question I want to ask myself when I've left that conference, have I learned anything? Have I taken anything new? I am taking so much back, so much new information, so much experience, you know, as everybody in that room is, there's no doubt about it. So, and we're all taking back different ideas and I can't wait to get back to my students and my school to try some of the ideas that I've just just been discussing with some, some friends in here. And this is the other thing, it's a great opportunity to actually, to make friends, to meet people you've never met before. In Ireland, we have this saying, right? Strangers are only people that have never met before, you know, and like, you know, it's true because, you know, but when we're all together, we all have one common goal, The one common goal is to try to learn as much about, you know, so that we can take all that information back, whether we want to, you know, disseminate that to our customers or disseminate it to our students or whoever. But I think the whole concept of the School of Tea is just, it's a fantastic idea. It's a brilliant concept. And that's why we are so happy to be involved. World Chefs are so happy to be involved with it. You know, we're, we're proud to actually support it. We're also very proud to say that we, we can now approve it. So we have officially approved it as an actual program. So it's certified now by World Chefs. We asked John about his musical preferences. I do actually. yeah I, I like um, one of the things I noticed actually uh, when, when we were listening to I don't know one of the nights we were in the hotel and the band were playing quite a lot of uh, English music, English band music, you know. But um, yeah, I love um, I love Matt Monroe and um, there's one song that really I think it's a beautiful song. I think it sums up everything for me. It's called Born Free. It's a great song, you know, and I'm sure. When you listen to the words of it, you know, it's, there's such meaning in it, it just has such great, it's a story. And I think that that's the good, that's the good point about a, about a song, that if a song, it's a story, but you're singing the story. And it's, you know, and it's how it's sung. And I think that, you know, music is life. Music is life. You know, we talk about, you know, we've got food, we've got water, you know. And when I look at this here, and I, I, I travel quite a lot around culinary competitions. And the one thing I'd say about culinary, it's, it unites us all. Music unites us all. We close the interview by asking John Clancy to
0: share advice to inspire people looking to enter into the world of gastronomy.
1: Well, what I would say: follow your dream. Because if I think back to when I was was wanting to be a chef, you. Life was, you know, it wasn't a kind of a race, but you wanted to learn as much as you could, as fast as you could. What I would say to people today is, you know, you have to have two things you have to have. You have to have passion. You have to be dedicated. You really must be dedicated. And you've got to be able to, you know, be prepared to put in long hours. Be prepared to take good days with bad days. But remember this. It's so important that every day you learn, every day you learn. When you make a mistake, the point is, make the mistake, but the most important point is, learn from that mistake. If you've learned from that mistake, you carry that through. But it's not only that, as you, whoever, you know, when they grow on in life, it's important that they pass on the knowledge that they've learned. You know, become a mentor. Like, I'm a mentor, you know, and it's important to be mentoring other people. I think that's really important. I think it's also, for me, it's about encouraging students. In my own situation with regards to teaching, when I teach my students, the greatest pleasure I get is on graduation day when I meet the students and they're there with their parents, you know, and they've succeeded. They're they're on they're on the road. They're on the path to success. T Radio
0: brings you words of wisdom from men and women of achievement on VIP chat over a cuppa.